introduction welcome back to another episode of the two smoking right friends podcast my name's connor my name's harry hello it's for you it's been a while because we, we expected to probably have this episode out a little bit earlier closer to the finale but this isn't season three and you know this because it's the type because of the title exactly this is just season, season three isn't ready yet no not yet it's not even been begun yet <laughs> exactly but it's coming in the it future is. Near we future, don't know when maybe. We said August at the earliest. All we know, yeah. yeah, that's all we that's all we know currently. It will definitely be ready around the time kids go back to school. That has nothing to do with the reason why it will be out then. It's just oh no, yeah, I would have thought by like the first week of September, either the first episode or will be on an episode yeah. that's been released. Now I wish that this episode. Uh, this episode now that i wish that this next season was coming at the beginning of summer so that i could have used schools out you know by alice cooper in like a little trailer that i might make when we've done a recording but we'll see we haven't done that yet i don't know i mean you live and you learn yeah you learn and you don't (laughs) but no yeah we hope you're all doing okay um we hope we hope you're all well we're currently you might hear my fan in the background you shouldn't do because i've moved it so it's not by the mic but we are yeah. in the middle of a we are in the middle of a heat wave. It's weird because um, I feel hotter at night than I do during the day. <laughs> oh, I'm mine's constant. I, I don't even have my fan on right now. My room's actually quite cool at the moment. I think all the windows have been open like for the last week, so I'm baking. There was a grasshopper in the house baking. the other day. Nice. Um, wouldn't leave. Uh, b- b- I kept saying "fuck off, grasshopper." <laughs> I almost so, forgot to say that. I was almost like, ah, it's not funny. <laughs> so how's your break? How's your break been so far? My my what? My break? I haven't really. I mean, my break from the podcast. You mean? Yeah. I mean, fine. I guess. <laughs> it's just the kind of thing that people on podcasts that take breaks talk about, don't they? They go, oh, "Have you been up to anything?" No, Even I mean, what, we 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 still talk. Yeah, we yeah. still keep in contact. Like, we're still. I went. I went to a wedding, but I feel like did that happen? When did we record that? <laughs> no, you've been you've been you've been to the wedding since the break. Oh, okay. You said you, you, said you were going to talk about it on the podcast. Did, did I? Oh, okay. I mean, it was a wedding. Oh yeah, Just... I mean, it was a wedding that um was actually uh filmed for an ITV show that's not out yet. Fuck off. Um yeah, no ITVB. So you know, not actual ITV, but it's a uh, one of the dating shows now. It's called um uh the Singles Table, something like that. That's amazing. Um, which is coming back for a coming back i think it, it, there was there was a show in the past called the singles table it's not the same thing but it's yeah, basically just a bunch of people that no one knew that were just there at the wedding some of them had been on tv before but they haven't said like, one of them said he'd been on um he'd been on uh x on the beach great because my um my cousin's girlfriend was talking to them near me so i was like okay now i guess i'm part of this conversation too are you gonna um, be on tv you might see me during like because I, I imagine they'll do they will do during the ceremony shots as well and like arriving shots. So, you so why were they at this particular wedding? Um, because they approached it. I mean, I imagine it's the same thing as like for when you, the, your mum did um, say yes to the dress, right? Yeah. Like they just know somehow they find out you're doing a wedding. I don't know. How does it work? Do you have to apply for it or? Well, my mum, my mum went to go pick up her dress. And okay, no, yeah, I, 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 that's I, just I, how it worked. It's a matter of they just approach people who are having weddings. So was it? Was it? The people that were there that were filming, they weren't. Ta- they weren't obviously the people you were seeing getting married. They were just on the guest list. I mean, the people that were getting married were 
my cousin and her husband. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. But I no, yeah, the people they... that there were just guests, like as they were yeah. there as fake guests, like, but they didn't How mingle weird. with us. They had like their own things going on. How weird. And like they I mean, would, do, we did hear one of them at one point say something around they were trying to push this a, a guy to talk to a specific girl. I mean, I guess your cousin, you might get, you might get kind of, they might help pay towards your wedding kind of thing. I mean, they gave my cousin. Holy shit! Apparently, yeah. Yeah, I'd have done that. Fucking hell! I was asked to be one of the singles by my cousin. Oh my god! <laughs> but I was like, no, no, because. Oh. I don't want to do that. I don't. And I when mean, I met, when I saw fair. the girl, when I saw the girls that were there, they definitely weren't my kinds of people, and I wouldn't have mingled with the guys as well as the guys all seemed to get along better than they did with the girls. That's what everyone kept saying as well. The guys with themselves were just like, "Yeah, we've been, I don't know, getting along better than we did with the girls." Yeah, so it doesn't sound fair. like it went well. Yeah, don't put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. But now, especially, it was... especially on TV, <laughs> don't put myself in an uncomfortable situation. You mean like putting me in the same room with my family? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I realised what I said as I said it, but and yeah, there were there was some family drama that hopefully the cameras didn't see, but we'll, we'll we won't talk about that. Oh, you gotta let me know when it's going on TV. I will fucking watch it. I'll I don't even know. I mean, time. if I find out, I I'll let you know. But I don't, I don't know. I actually yeah, I have no idea. Like, let me look up the show and see if it says anything. The singles, not the singles. You so look very da- you look very dapper in your suit as well. I know. Thanks, Ben Sherman. It's, um... Oh, on sale because I can't afford a Ben Sherman suit brand new. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same. <laughs> what did you take me for? <laughs> um, but yeah, I have no idea. Uh, this has come up with like loads of things called about, about a band called the sing uh, the singles table. So I have no idea um, when it's coming, but yeah, that's what happened during my time away from the podcast. Fair play, man. Um, but what about, what about you? Did you did you go to any TV weddings? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I've been quite I've been a bit here, there, and everywhere. I'm in the middle of getting ready to move, so I'm moving about two weeks. So I'm just kind of getting prepared for that. F- um, five week pay month, so obviously broke as anything. Um, yeah, I've just I've just been just been a bit here, there, and everywhere. Um, so it's not really been a break of sorts. It's just been it's been very very busy. Good busy, not like not in a bad. I mean, sense. yeah, it's definitely not been a break because it's like if if this was something we did that regularly and that prof- like professionally like if this was we were if we were making if this was our jobs it's different if we took a break <laughs> exactly but we have yeah. full time well you have a full time job i have a part time job yeah which i've your part your a lot of hours i was going to say your part time job is pretty much full time mm. mm. eh, not really um but yeah so this this is our bonus episode obviously as you know um it is and it is uh, about what we watched and did, and well, not necessarily did, but you know, we've talked about that anyway. B- what happened last month in terms of what we viewed, you know, and consumed media? That's it. I actually consumed quite a bit of media, more than more than um, more than usual. I consumed some. <laughs> um, I've currently got seven things. Seven things. Yeah, one's a. One's a TV show, which I assume we were going to talk about together at the end. 
what show no. finished in June? Or we watched entirely in June? Obi-Wan. Oh, that one, yeah. That did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and then two two of films that I can kind of pair together because it was like a, a first and a sequel. Um, cool. One's a brand new film that's released in the cinemas. One was a rewatch of a of an old film that I love, and one one was a an older Disney film I've never seen, and I was like, I'll give this a go. I have like six films that I watched for the first time, and then four that I rewatched. I think. Nice. I've already got four for next month as well. I've got so. two for next month, and then obviously there's TV shows we'll be able to talk about next month, such as Stranger Things, Ms. Marvel. Yes. Um, yes. Exactly. Hopefully the boys. Yeah. The boys. Well, in that case, actually. In what case? Yeah. Because obviously next month's gonna be quite jam packed. I mean, yeah. Can I mention one of the films that I've recently watched, but it was released in June for this month? I don't know. Can you? This is this is this is why I'm asking. Is can I bend the rules just a little well, bit? Well, I mean, is it is it's not media is not media consumed last month, is it? So I don't know. Then no, no, I can't. I can't. No, do you it. can't. You can't. That's not that's not the rules. I'm not going to start I'll talking about th- things I watched this month because no, I'll, I'll wait till next. Month. I can't yeah. believe I even asked. I yeah, I know, asked. right? It's terrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible bloke. A terrible bloke. Um, um, I have one album, which is different. Oh. Um, because I have. I mean, I listened to. I've actually listened to a few this month already as well. But like uh, last month, I only managed to get to one, and it was Def Leppard's brand new album, Diamond Star Halos. Um, okay. And it's funny because so you know, like Def Leppard's that kind of band where what uh, they were big in like the eighties and that uh, and nineties, mainly the late eighties, early nineties. Um. Yeah, and they didn't really sing about anything, really. You know, because those kinds of bands, you know, like when rock bands are like, yeah, sex, drugs, rock and roll, that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so listening to like earlier this year, Scorpions' new album, and then this new Def Leppard album, I realized those bands just don't work today. Really? They just don't offer anything in terms of like, even like, because it's like musically, it's like they don't do anything differently to what they used to do, and lyrically, they've never really been there. <laughs> okay. Like it's, it's, it's odd because like, Def Leppard is what I would, I don't know, I can't, I can't, their older stuff is really good, like, but if you do pay attention to the lyrics, they're not really singing about anything, it does feel like very by the books, it's almost like the way pop music is written, like, when a rock band got really popular, they started to get like heavily produced and would often, often have songwriters, like, help, um, and like those would typically be their best albums, but then they try and continue down that like road, and they wouldn't innovate in any way. Okay, I get so you. That's the thing that happens with a lot of rock bands is they'll start small when they're making like just you know oh we're just making what we want to make, and they'll get big when they hit like the ma- they hit the mainstream with like a heavily produced album, and then they'll see drop off after that. Yeah. Like because the, the the masses will be like, oh, that was a cool album. I don't need to listen to any of their other stuff. And then the hardcore fans are sort of like, we don't like mainstream because you know that's what hardcore fans are like. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it just wasn't a very good album. There was nothing on the album. That I was like, this is good. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, I didn't. Their last album was similar, and it's just like it just doesn't work today. I just I, they don't add anything. They are basically singing about the same stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I li- <clears throat> sorry, lost my voice there. 
I listened to an album as well. Oh. It's not a new album. It's an album <gasps> that I hadn't listened to before, but it's also linked to a I'll, film that I'm going to talk about. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, sweet. I'll talk about the album first, and then I'll go into the, the That's films. a reference to something that I know you haven't seen. <laughs> I recognise it, though. It's uh, You haven't watched um, Middle Ditch and Schwartz on Netflix, have you? No, not yet. It is on my list. I did add oh, no, it to my is, list when I think, you recommended it. I think there is a reference. Like there is other people, other examples of people saying "I'll allow it" in like a specific way. But there's a yeah, there's a uh, there's a line said by, I think it's Middleditch Thomas Thomas Middleditch that says it, and he's just like "I'll allow it." <laughs> Which is nice. I always, if I ever, yeah, I just love saying it like that. Anyway, no, I liked it, man. Um, so I listened to the Daft Punk album for Tron Legacy. Because right. um, basically, I'll talk about these three in one. So I watched, I watched the original Tron, or I tried to, <laughs> and I couldn't get into it. And then I watched Tron Legacy, and I loved it. I was like, "This is fucking, this is so good." And then I listened to the album. I just took some time. I literally just sat down on my bed and just played it from start to finish. And I don't usually do that with albums in any sense. I usually listen to it while I'm working or travelling or whatever. Um, yeah, and I think I think what plays so well in the film of Tron Legacy is the fact the music that Daft Punk did really helps to set up the environment and the world I think that's 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 like genuinely what I think a lot of people have said about that. Um, yeah, because the visual, film. the visuals, are, the visuals are great. The performances are good. I really enjoyed the story, but I think the music just adds another level to it. It, it reminds me a bit of Hans Zimmer with Inception. Mm. Without the music of Inception, I don't think the film. I love that film. It's one of my favorite films, but I don't think the film would would hit as well as it does without the music and I would say that's the same for Tron Legacy that's um, something sorry, that's something um, I was thinking about um, with Star Wars recently because I was listening I've been listening to a like mainly just bits and pieces of music of Star Wars and it makes you realise that like there are some moments where it's like for example the the um, obviously Duel of Fates uh, the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan like in yeah. Revenge of the Sith those are so like propped up by the music like they're already great as they are but like you you when you remember that sequence you remember the music of the situation like and there's so oh, much of time. that in star wars and i feel like without being i'm not one of those people that's like oh the sequels are shit i think the sequels were badly managed but i think there are good sequels and i think there are bad sequels yeah i think there's a good there's a yeah there's an amazing sequel there's a good sequel and there's a bad sequel that's how i say <laughs> but I can't think of specific moments in any of them that are like helped by the music. I think I've only got one very brief example in The Last Jedi where Snoke dies and she catches the lightsaber. That's and then the... even then, that's just because it's the theme. It's the it's yeah, the main that's because theme it's the, that plays. That's because it's the um the Force theme. But yeah, I don't think I don't think nothing against John Williams, but I don't think the music of those films no it didn't well it's all, very I, strong yeah like i it was mainly the like the, with the original tracks of that i didn't feel like there was any big like because that's what i mean more than anything is like with original songs specifically like yeah there are like other, yeah. when, when they reuse an older song and you're like oh this is really cool like this reuse of this track in this situation but if it when you talk about when you're thinking about 
oh, it's a new, it's a track that's specifically made for this scene. So like, even like the asteroid field in episode five, I love that piece of music. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's been your um, favorite for. It's one of my favorites. Years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when it comes to, I mean, all almost all of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, like all the way from soundtrack. so in the soundtrack specifically, it's like starting at. Um, let me quickly go to it because I have it listed as part on a part of something because it's a sequence. I always list. They're not in order on the album, but the track Anakin's Betrayal, Enter Lord Vader, and Anakin's Dark Deeds. Those three in a row are incredible. Yeah, because it paints the entire situation. Yeah, like the like the Anakin's Betrayal is obviously the Order sixty six sequence. Enter Lord Vader is when he's. Um, I think it's that's the bit of music when he's going to Mustafar and when um, Anakin and Obi Wan are outside the Jedi Temple, or is that in Anakin's Dark? No, and then there's Anakin's Dark Deeds when he's killing everybody at the um, on Mustafar as the Chancellor's doing his speech. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Anakin's Dark oh. Deeds has the bit of music when they enter the temple and they see all the younglings' bodies. Oh, so and it just good. it works like, and it's just like I can, I can play the scenes in my head with just that music. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And. Um, but yeah, sorry, that's a, ta- a tangerine, no, no, but it's... Tangerine, no, no, but that exactly, that's exactly, your for point. me, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly why Tron Legacy works, I think it's a great film, but I was listening to some of the tracks uh, yesterday, actually, while I was working, and I could picture exactly what had happened in the film just through that track, mm. and I was, and really great soundtracks allow you to do that, because they help to build the world, and you, it helps you really immerse yourself into it. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that hasn't seen it, I I think I'd seen it when I was little and I didn't really like it. I didn't really remember it. Um, I would hundred percent say give it a watch, give it a chance because it is it is a really, really interesting, really immersive film. I think, and it's from the same director as um, Top Gun Maverick as well. Oh yeah, it is, isn't um, it? Joe Kaczynski. Yeah. Um, so Joseph I would highly. Kaczynski. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but no, I, I used it. to have the original Tron on VHS at my dad's house, but I never watched it. Um. <laughs> See, I like I said, I watched half of Tron, and I really couldn't get into it. And then I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to watch Tron Legacy because I didn't understand. I didn't watch Tron, and it doesn't. It's not really. They give you a little recap at the start, kind of thing. Like, oh, this is the basic premise. You don't, and through exposition, you don't really need to have seen the first one. No, um, it helps, um, but it's not like it's not necessary. Joe Kaczynski making sequels that are better than the original. <laughs> That's a trend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're my first two films and unexpected album. Now I'm just. Um, uh, it's funny because now I'm looking through like a list of like we could probably do an entire episode on like uh, pe- soundtracks, like pieces of music that help like specific scenes. I'd be into that. Like, That'd be so good. I have so many examples just from looking at my favourites. Maybe that's a season three idea. We no, both yeah, pick no, like just a one we, episode we, thing. Yeah, we pick like three or four tracks each. I feel like it could even be a matter of we just talk, we just discuss loads of different ones. Like, yeah, come to mind. Like, not necessarily come to mind. Like, we can go and look at them and then be like, here's a track that I think you know. I mean, this scene, this one, you know, we, you know what I mean. Like, um, t- there you go there's a season 3 exclusive we'll be talking about soundtracks at some point like example of films that can do that it's like tra- Transformers can do that for me sometimes not necessarily more that I it, you, when I was younger the Dark and the Moon soundtrack definitely um, yeah but now it's more I just like listen to that music because I just 
helps me with my writing. But there are so many like examples of like music that helps scenes. I've got oh yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe that should be episode one of series three. Yeah, it can be. Um, because I am really into that idea. Like I can already, I can find um one example right here, which I know you will know, and I know you based on because I can see what people are listening to on Spotify that I'm following. <laughs> I know you listened to it the other day. Uh oh. Um, and it's um the music that plays in the end of uh the end of time. Yeah, validation. Yeah. Oh. Like that. Um, obvious examples like portals from Avengers Endgame. You know what? It could be more than just one episode. I feel like we could talk about this for a few episodes. That's I something mean, that we do. could talk about for a while. Maybe it could be cut into a few episodes, but we'll see. I'd say let's aim for it to be episode one. And if it goes on a bit yeah. longer, we'll, we'll yeah. say it, it could be like a two-part opener for series yeah. three. I also enough for, um, I also think there's an, a matter of it's not necessarily... It's not necessarily the music has to be great or the scene has to be great, but even nostalgia can help that. For example, like this isn't an example I would say is actually really good use of music in a scene, but in Dragon Ball Z, in the English version, in the English dub, um, when Goku goes Super Saiyan 3 and the music that plays in that scene, like that entire scene is just like in my head, ingrained in there forever. Yeah. Like, that's fair. So that's another another example of like where a piece of music helps a scene, even though it's also, not the original music <laughs> in the no, English also, dub. I think hmm? you can also I think it can also apply to films that might not be that great, but the music is so good it kind of redeems the film a little bit. Maybe, maybe so if, I don't yeah I don't know if music can save not, a film, but like, <laughs> not say not save a film, but like so for example, um, the Amazing Spider-Man two. It's not a great film. I think it has some redeeming features, personally. But oh, no, I does. know a lot of people. I know a lot of people don't like it. But for me, the Gwen and Peter theme that is so kind of consistent throughout the film that Zimmer does, and then which ends with Gwen's death. But it's it's such a kind of a sweet piece of um, I, I want to say piano, um, and it's such a beautiful lonesome track I've never actually I, heard, heard much of that soundtrack on its own like I haven't seen the film in years so no exactly and I I was listening to that track recently and it's become one of my favourite tracks I don't like the film that much it's, I mean I need to rewatch it but it's like, as, a, as a track it's 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 beautiful it's like how I, there's a piece of music from um, The Incredible Hulk that I absolutely love I also think that film's great but <laughs> mm. like obviously it's not a film that's beloved by all but I think the soundtrack for that film is incredible yeah and uh well you know pardon the pun <laughs> you, sh- you should watch the incredible hulk again you really should i do me and maddie are thinking of just doing another rewatch of the mcu we another? said another do yeah we <laughs> i thought you finished one <laughs> we did it we did it last year i think um but we said if we do it we'll include incredible yeah. hulk this time the only watch through of the mcu that is complete for me is me watching them the first time <laughs> Like I've Jesus. never any time I've started rewatching them, I've never finished them. Well this here's the thing. When I did it with Maddie last year, it was the first time I had properly sat down and fully from start to to from the start yeah. to end game watched them all. I've I mean, never it was, done that before, really. It was, it was her first time as well, wasn't it? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that that helps definitely. If you're watching with somebody else as well, that helps. And um, yeah, she's just, she's just really been in the mood to do it again recently, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? It's a nice kind of weekly. Yeah. Right, let's sit down and put this on, kind of thing. If I if I had that person to watch all those with, that then that's a different matter. But like, yeah, I couldn't do it on my own. Just gotta you get will. bored. You know. Yeah, that's fair. You'd be like, oh, I've seen Iron Man one and two so many fucking times. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't like the first the first Thor. <laughs> there we go. Season three exclusive episode one. Will be music. Possibly episode two will be all about cool. soundtracks. Soundtracks in popular media that... Well, in, soundtracks in things that we like. It could be films, TV, games. I can't think of any specific... I, can, I like I like soundtracks of games, but I can't think of moments. But we'll just talk soundtracks in, in general. Yeah. I have a few, few favourite video game soundtracks. I know you do, probably. Yep. <laughs> I think it will end up being a two-part episode. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Oh, that makes me so excited. Yeah, at least we know what we're going to start season three with. So, yeah, that's all. That's a because also it means we can. T- I can take. I mean, I listen to soundtracks all the time, but it means I can actually take some time to probably listen to them. And be like, no, it's, it's research for the podcast. I'm I'm doing this for. I have a top track. I top the way my the way my, I'll explain this more on the actual episode, but on the way my my soundtracks are laid out is I have a soundtracks playlist that's that's everything, and then I have them split up into like. MCU, Doctor Who, Harry oh, I, Potter. Yeah, I have that. All, all that stuff. And then I have... So all that's in separate folders. And then I have one that's called All, like I just said, that's everything just in one big fuck-off folder that I'll listen to so, periodically. So would you uh, mean just all the soundtracks or everything? So... Because you, if you're listening... I don't know if it, how it works on apps, but if you're listening to Spotify on desktop, if you have a folder that has loads of playlists in it, you can shuffle that entire folder. Yeah, so basically... So I don't, got, can you do that on the app? I don't think so. So... I might have made this quite confusing. So I'll start again. So I've got a folder called Soundtracks. That's just a folder. And then mm-hmm. in that folder, I've got playlists. So I've got... I've got a, a playlist called All, which is all of my playlists just put into one big fuck off playlist. Yeah, basically. I used to do that. Yeah, and then I've got I've got them separated into like Marvel, Harry Potter, Doctor Who, whatever. And then I have also an extra playlist just called Top Tracks, but even that just Top Tracks is two hundred and eighty nine hours long. So I'm a big fan of the soundtrack. Um, I think it's fair to say. So I could, I feel like I'm gonna be talking about it for fucking ages. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at um, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't shuffle the folder on 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 the app. But yeah, on the desktop you can shuffle the entire folder, so you wouldn't need a playlist that's all. Oh okay. Because then otherwise you just have duplicates. Yeah. Like yeah, you would just you could just yeah you can literally yeah I would show you if I could but. <laughs> no, that's fair. I'll. I'll have a look into. I'll do a bit of research, and I might. Um, but I know on. Amend it. But it depends on what you. I mean, I know you use Spotify to listen to, don't you? So. Yeah, I use Spotify now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a uh, I have a soundtrack faves playlist, which is all my favorite soundtrack tracks. Just to, it's mainly so I could. I didn't want soundtracks in my liked songs because I obviously like a lot of songs, and it, like you know when you the not obviously I like a lot of songs, but you know what I mean. You know when I press yeah, like I on them, and I didn't like it when I'm trying to just shuffle something while I'm around and it's just playing. 
soundtrack stuff occasionally. I'm like, ah, I want, I want more song music, like songs when I'm looking walking around. Yeah, that's give me something fair. metal. Um, so I just stopped liking them and just put them into playlists instead. Like, so I have all my soundtrack favorites. I already have a, like I said, I have a folder that's got everything in it anyway. Yeah. Like I have Marvel folders, multiple because I have all the TV shows in separate folders. That's fair. <laughs> have video games and shit like that um but then i also have my writing playlist which is just all it's all soundtrack stuff but it's specifically stuff that i listen to when i'm writing yeah because i need i i specifically want to narrow down what i listen to when i'm writing it's different yeah i I, yeah i get that stuff that actually is going to help with the atmosphere of it all but yeah um that's that's next that's next episode the next episode we talk about it's good to know what we're actually going to talk about for that episode i'm excited um so we should actually carry on with what this episode is really about. i was gonna say yeah we really need to move on <laughs> um, you go next you go next so i've mentioned two films and, a, and an album so you can mention some films so uh, well i'll go off i'll segue from you on the topic of J- joseph kaczynski i watched top gun maverick at the beginning of june okay uh which is which is a good film it's fun. It's not like amazing, but it's like, like I think it definitely got. It's got like amazing reviews and stuff like that. But I feel like there are some issues in it. Like there's scenes where people are actively just being like, "Oh, this is how I feel because of this thing, because of this thing that's happening," and I'm going to tell you everything about this thing, and I don't know what to do about this thing. And there's like a few scenes like that. Uh, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, calm down, move on, get on with the film, please. <laughs> just like, yeah, but like all the plane stuff all the action stuff in the film is incredible like yeah just, i've heard that like that's the stuff in the film that is really like just what what sold it to me but like there were there's a lot of dead air in it as well um oh okay not loads like not loads like it's the fact that like it's basically universally loved by audiences is like telling but it's i think it is based on the action alone like people are love what the reason why people are loving like the, the romance they're doing in it isn't like i don't care like <laughs> yeah 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 but like i i get i'm just like we're not here for this anyway we're just this is just part of it this is like our punishment for actually enjoying this film so let's just let's just sit through this bit to get to the good um yeah but the film has a lot of consistently good stuff like it is it's it's well spread out okay um, and it's just yeah it's a lot of fun Oh, good. Um, I haven't been to see it. I just haven't... I just haven't really had the chance. We... we, Yeah. I, get, I guess I'll get more onto that next month in terms of what I've been able to see this month. Like, the only film... I only got to see one film in cinema in June. Um, which I'll... Wait, let me double check. That's actually... Yeah. Yeah, only one film in cinema. Which I'll get to, obviously, in a minute. But... Um, yeah, I'm glad it's good. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, so who who goes next? Me or you? Uh, do you want to do another one? I technically did two because I did Tron and Tron Legacy. That's true, you did. Um, but I also did. I mean, you did an album as well. Damn it, I'm behind for once. Ha ha. So I'll move on to the next one. I watched that new Adam Sandler film, Hustle. How was that? It's good. It's uh, it's very interesting. It's very weird because I didn't realize in the film that like every single basketball player in the film is a real-life basketball player. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, like, even the main character, like, the main character, even the character that um, he's supporting throughout it yeah, is a real basketball player. <laughs> I was like, I, like I, didn't re- I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that, like, 
So I was like, oh, they're all very good, though. Like, they're all doing good work. Yeah. Um, So it's obviously a fictional story, but it's still, like, obviously, because, you know. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was really, it was really, it's fun. It's oh, fun. I think it's just good. It's just a good, like, film, good sports film. Okay. I like sports films. Adam Sandler's good in it. I think I want him to do more good. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like, I've watched it. I think it's good. I'll probably never, like, I'll never watch it again. I'll probably forget about it soon. But, like, I liked it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was that. That was that film on Netflix, oh. if you want to watch it, if anybody wants to. Um. Oh, excuse me. Um. Well, I'll go next. Uh-huh. I've got uh one, two, three, four films, and then a TV show. So I still have a few films left to go. So okay, sweet. So one of the films <laughs> I watched is I rewatched Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. Didn't you watch that like rel- not recently, but like we have at some point? Probably, yeah. Like in the, li- I mean. Since we started doing these recaps, have you watched it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I generally think I have, yeah. And the reason I'm going to mention it now is because I'm not going to mention it in detail. I'm going to mention it very, very briefly. I think I think I've realised it's slowly become on my top ten list of films. Oh, it's amazing! It's a, it's a film that I I very often now turn back to when I'm just kind of like need that bit of escapism, or if I'm having a bit of a shitty day. I've realised mm. I'll more than likely turn that film on. Whereas in the past, I ha- I've i not really realised it until now, how much I love that film. So yeah, I, w- I watched that. Um, but the two films I will mention in a bit more detail um, is I watched for the first time Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Your, um, uh, your audio is cutting out a little bit for me. Obviously, I know you're recording separately. So, what did you say? <laughs> Repeat. Oh, sorry. Um, I watched um, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Okay. And it's not awful. I thought it was all right. Jake Gyllenhaal puts on this weird accent throughout it. He goes very deep voiced and is like, "Oh yes, I am. I am. I am the character." I I, I don't even re- I don't even remember it because um I I saw it when it came out in the cinema. Bloody hell! So yeah, it was alright. It's 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 a fun Disney action adventure film. Disney. Yeah, it's a Disney film. Is it? Oh yeah, it is. Um. Well, it's, yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't say it's amazing by any stretch. Like I gave it a three out of five, I think. But it it's it's just fun. It's just a fun time. Has a has two Spider-Man villains in it. Does he? Yeah, because Alfred yeah. Molina's in it. Oh, shit. Yeah, of course he is. He, he really I loves for... his ostriches. Yeah, I forgot he was in it. Only thing I remember at some point, there's a character who's going to go and try and shoot Jake Gyllenhaal or something, and he's like, no, and uh, Alfred Molina's like, no, you might hit a bird. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's all I remember from that film. Always remember that line. <laughs> oh, what a, what a guy. But ben then um, in it. Toby Kebbell's in it. Gemma Arterton. Arterton. It's a pretty good cast. I I do want to rewatch it just for the just to see, like, because I, I my cousin was really obsessed with it for some reason. I think he played one Prince of Persia game, and he really wanted to go and see the film, and he liked it. But I think I I think at the time I was like, yeah, that's all right, and then I just forgot about it. Oh, okay. Like, I wasn't as into like, I wasn't that critical of films back then. I would have watched anything and liked it. So, yeah. But, 
I don't remember it, so... <laughs> I think... Um, and then after that, I watched... I thought I'd seen this before, but obviously not. I watched properly for the very first time Galaxy Quest. Oh, you watched... That's good. That's a good film. It's fucking, it's fucking brilliant. It's <laughs> so fun. It's I just... just it, I, until recently, I, uh, someone mentioned it. I can't remember. What, what, I think it was um, on the week... On a, on a Weekly Planet episode because they did a, uh, a Star Trek retrospective thing. Yeah. And um, it made me... I, I forgot that Sam Rockwell's in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's... It doesn't take itself seriously. But in doing that, it has quite serious moments. <laughs> I think. And it just ends up being... It's just a really funny, entertaining... Yeah. ...film. My my favorite thing about it is it's said on on even on Wikipedia it's here. Uh, Star Trek fans voted it the seventh best Star Trek film of all time. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's just Star Trek. No, it is. Three. It's a Star Trek film. <laughs> like it's. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had an absolute brilliant time. The cast is great. Oh yeah. Um, the story's so much fun. The aliens are just just brilliant. Um, yeah. It's just it's just just oh, such a good time I, I don't remember the gag of the aliens what was the they're like again? they they like go Bleh! like they're they and then they hello we speak like this uh i remember uh yeah it was it's uh oh yeah rain Wilson's in it <laughs> yeah that's a it's a good film <laughs> i remember maddie turned to me at one point and went is that fucking dwight from the office i was like yeah this is first film yeah um, Justin Long's first film as well. Is it his first film it. as well? Yeah, yeah, it's his first. It's his acting. Oh yeah, debut film. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, he's one of the fans, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, that yeah. is a good, that is a good film actually. <laughs> I've I've only got a film and a TV show left after that, so it's over to you. I've still got a few things. So off you go. Uh, 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 I watched a film called Black Dynamite. Which is was made in two thousand and eight, I believe, but it's a black exploitation film. Okay. Um, do you remember black exploitation in two thousand nine? Do you remember black exploitation? We studied that. Yeah, it rings a bell. We watched Blackula. Oh uh, yeah. You might not have been there for that. No, I saw Blackula. Is that genres or film movements? I want to say that was genres. Is black exploitation a genre? Yeah, subgenre. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's um, it's. It's written by a, a few people, but one of the writers is Michael Jai White, who plays um, Gamble in The Dark Knight. He's yep. the um, the guy that um, the Joker cuts his mouth. Yeah. Um, Enough yeah. from the clown. Yeah, that guy. He's well, basically I, when I watch this, it's like that's him. Jesus, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> like he's kind of yes. unrecognizable. But it's basically it's making fun of black exploitation films, but it's like it is a black exploitation film in itself. Okay. But it's, re- it's I watched it purely because of um uh, it was actually a Dungeons and Daddies uh, one of their um one of their Patreon things they were talking about like funny lines from films that they remember and stuff like that or funny lines from things that they remember. Yeah. And there's a bit in the film like, I I don't mind telling you that these funny bits like cause it's not like spoiling or anything but there's a bit in the film where like he's facing off against like the the villain of it at the end who's like some Asian I don't know what they were supposed I think there might have been sp- Viet- I think they were supposed to be Vietman Vietman Viet the- yeah i couldn't say, I can't fucking say that. <laughs> i usually can um and like yeah he's fighting him and something like that and then like i think he had the uh 
the guy from Vietnam, because I don't know if I can say Vietnamese. There we go. Um, he throws like a thi- like almost like a boomerang weapon, but because it, it comes back to him, I think. Yeah. And or someone does, and at one point when he's fighting Black Dynamite, because that's his name. Um, nice. Uh, the boomerang thing comes into the room and cuts off the bad guy's arm, and then Black Dynamite just jumps in front of him and goes, "Ha ha!" Th- oh, wait, let me see. He's like, "Ha ha!" I tossed that shit before I walked in the room. <laughs> and it's like. What? Amazing. <laughs> um, and then it's like, there's, it's so funny. And then there's like other scenes, like there's a bit where he walks into a room full of like the 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 uh, black criminals that are like selling drugs and that on the streets. And he's like, I don't want anybody to sell drugs in this community anymore. And then one of them's like, but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's so funny. And what was the other bit? There's the, there's a bunch. There's some kids that are like where they're, they're like walking down the street and like. There's some kids playing on the street, and the the woman that Black Dynamite's with is like, "Oh, this is my friend." He's like Black Dynamite, and then, or something like that. And then the, one of the kids is like, "My mom says my daddy's name is Black Dynamite, and my mommy says my daddy's name is Black Dynamite." And he's like, really awkwardly, like, "Uh, uh, hush up, little Outst- kids. A lot of cats got that name." <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> it's so dumb. And like, there's one point in the, there's one point early on, and I where like you see the mic like drop into the screen a little bit. Because it's like, because their films were quite cheaply made back then. Yeah. And like, you see the mic like dropping into the top of the screen, and like, uh, Michael Jai White, obviously, as Black Dynamite, is like, look, looks up, looks up at it a couple of times, like, like, fuck off. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's really dumb. <laughs> it's so I love fun. That. I had I to, love that. I had to buy it, I think, to, <laughs> on Amazon Prime. Oh, fair play. To watch it. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to watch it. I saw it was on there. But I was like, oh, it's on there to buy it. And I was like, how, how much is it? I think it was like, two pound or something like that i was like fuck yeah it. fuck yeah i need to see this film for myself and it's good it's entertaining oh good um and i guess i shall move wait what uh, have you seen Lightyear? i haven't i haven't okay, had a chance I can, I can talk about Lightyear then um, um i've heard really mixed things though i've heard yeah, like it's just it, it's just okay my favorite thing is some of the letterbox reviews for it um I had the same for next month. The film I was gonna that I was asking to talk about earlier is Jurassic World, which I'll talk about next month. And some uh, of the letterbox reviews for that is I fucking. I didn't. I I, I just, me and my mum were gonna see it, and I was like, I've just seen it's got a terrible review. So, did you still want to? She's like, No, I'm not. I don't mind. And I was like, Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever liked a Jurassic Park film. So, Chris Pratt lassoes a dinosaur in the first ten minutes. Fair enough. Sounds about right. That's. That's... That doesn't even that's not doesn't even sound like the worst thing. Um anyway. A human a human outruns a raptor. <laughs> but a so... raptor can't outrun a motorbike. Next month, Harry. <laughs> Sorry, it just it's just So uh one the reviews for it on Letterboxd. Um in nineteen ninety five this was Andy's favourite movie. In nineteen ninety five Andy was a stupid, dumb fucking idiot loser kid who loved a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, that's, that's that's fantastic. Some of the memes I saw were just like, 1995, the same year that Heat came out, and this is Andy's favourite movie. <laughs> oh, Andy, um, man. It's, okay, my example, my, my opinion of this film, it is too childish for adults who would have watched the original Toy Story and maybe wanted to see what this story was. It's a little bit too childish for those adults, maybe. So, like, for right. me, it was like, ah, I don't know, I'm not really fond of these new characters or the little dumb robot cat thing okay um 
But then on the other hand, I think it's too adult for kids. So it can't find that right balance. It has no middle. Basically. It has no. It has no middle ground. It has no right. Well, it doesn't. It's not. It's not even right. Like the middle ground isn't correct either. Like there is no ba- like balance between both audiences. It feels like it's wrong for both audiences. How so it's bizarre. in the middle on its own because like watch if you watch the film, the f- question you have to ask yourself immediately is: Do you really think this was Andy's best film? This is what made him obsessed with Buzz Lightyear. Because there's not honestly, there's not even apart from the fact that he's the main character and he's in basically every, he is yeah in basically every single scene. There's not that much Buzz Lightyear doing anything. Oh, like they were on the same planet for the entire film. That's a bit boring. Like, and it just yeah. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't. I don't think it's bad because I like. I still like. Was like, hey, it's alright. It's still like I'd like to see them do more with it. It looks good. Yeah. Um. And I liked some of the like this is you can't really take positives from nostalgia really apart from for you personally but like oh I liked how they brought in some of the lines that Buzz Lightyear actually says like the toy says and also some other little references to the to the Buzz Lightyear in the in the um in the original Toy Story and stuff like that but other yeah. than that it's like eh oh that's a shame it's sort of like a nothing movie um, yeah. Which is yeah, which is a shame because it's like oh, I, when I watched the trailers, I was like this looks like it could be quite cool, and then it was just yeah, the trailers really sold me. To be fair, like I think the thing I'm saying about it being too adult for kids is the more it's more the subject matter. It's like it's very much based around like Buzz seeing Buzz basically seeing that everyone like around him because I don't know if I don't know if that's a spoiler. The tra- the trailer shows him. Testing something out. Oh no, he shows up in the. Up... He shows up in the future, like late, and it's like, oh, you're you're my friend. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a granddaughter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, because he's consistently like testing the 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 drive, and it puts him forward in future a little bit every time. Yeah. Um. So he's just seeing everyone else how live their lives while he's just not. And then it's at right. the end of it, it's him kind of he has. It's basically him having to come to terms with that as well. Yeah, um, and the fact that it's like, well, we're never going to get back to that kind of, you know, at this point. So yeah, and it's that it's like okay, that's a good like little thing, but there's not enough of it for yeah for like I said for older audiences to really get into it, but there's not enough for kids to be like, if you took a kid to see this, and they had never seen a Toy Story film, I don't think they'd be obsessed with it. Yeah. That's, I think see, that's what I've heard about it. It'd be one of those things where the next film that come out would be their new obsession or something like that. If they're like, oh, oh, okay, do you like that? It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Here's maybe I'll get maybe you get a Buzz Light, or maybe you when you're a kid in the toy shop and you're like, oh, that's that Buzz Lightyear thing. You might buy it for them. But then I don't know. Next month, the new Minions film is out. That yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh, move on. Buzz Lightyear's forgotten. Yeah. There's just not enough in it. There's just not enough. Like, <coughs> um, and they tease more. They tease a future. So, Ugh. but it's weird because the end credits little little teaser comes after the final logos. Oh, which is like that's late. <laughs> it's not at yeah, the end of bit. the credits. It's after the logos. That's really weird. Yeah. But um, and it's nothing. It's like oh, okay, and it's a matter of like maybe this would work as like a Disney Plus thing with a lower budget, but then you don't get the good animation. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. They didn't do enough with it. Okay. Um, 
I have two more films that I saw last month, and I have a f- well, the ones I the ones I rewatched, I can think I can talk about in one. So, I, okay. I, I, so I've got three more things to talk about. Okay. Oh, and we've still got Obi Wan. I've got. Wait a minute, let me just. Oh, yeah, I rewatched Heat as well, so we can. <laughs> so, talking about 1995 and Heat, I rewatched Heat. <laughs> oh, fair play. Um, it's a very good film. I love Heat. <coughs> like, the first time I watched it, I didn't think too much of it, but rewatching it, it's like, it's an incredible film. Yeah. It's so good. Like, yeah. I can't think of anything else to say about it. Like, Al Pacino's incredible in it. I haven't seen it. You should watch it. It's a really good film. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's one of yeah, those films. I'm... It's one of those films where so many film buffs will recommend it to you. Yeah. And it's a matter of you've got to maybe, like, not let their opinion of it get you get you into a mindset. For example, it was Harvey that used to su- suggest it to me. Okay. And when I first watched it, I was like, "Yeah, that was alright." But when I watched it of my own accord, I was like, "This is incredible. This is a really good film." Right, I get you. Because it is nearly three hours long as well, so. Jesus. Well, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, that's all I can really say about it. It's just it's just a really good film. Like, watch it, don't watch it. That's up to you. I think you should watch it, but I don't want to force someone to watch it. Yeah, I don't want to be like you should watch it because it's like the best thing ever and stuff like that. I don't want you to think. See, that was me originally with Mad Max. Harvey again was was talking about how it's one of the best films ever made, and that's all anyone said. Yeah, and I watched I watched it, and I was like, yeah, "It's all right, that's a bit." But that was different bit. in the sense when I watched it after I'd heard it. Rec- Did I watch it? Well, I went I went home and brought the Blu-ray specifically because everyone was talking about how great oh, it was. Okay. I watched it, wasn't blown away by it, and then I watched it last year just off the cuff. I saw it on now tv and i was like you know yeah. i'll give this a go again and i fucking loved it i was like this is outstanding it, it's maybe a matter of like when people are being you're you're wanting to like it when people are Forward. being so positive about it like when yeah. people i think that's maybe part of it like when it's a matter of you've maybe because it, it for me it's come from seeing clips and that of like it and being like of heat for example and being like oh you know what that's a really good scene i might go back and rewatch the film yeah uh, and then realizing, oh wait, no, that is a that is a good like you know that is a really good film. I think Heat's a slow burn as well though. So, right, okay. But like, yeah, I get. We, I can't remember when I watched Mad Max if it was before uni or during uni. But I know I saw it either before or in first year. That's all. I, that's what I. <laughs> I think I think you watched it a similar time to me in first yeah, I'm year. Yeah, I think I already had the Blu-ray though. Yeah. Like I think I bought it when I was living at home. That's why I'm not sure when when I watched it. But I might have been when I was in uni. I loved it. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, I love it now. I think it's absolutely yeah. outstanding. No, but I know, um, yeah, there are definitely... There's a lot of those kinds of films where it's like the first time you watch it, you're like, eh. Second time, you're like, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I watched Heat. Good film. I liked it. Nice, man. Um, well, yeah, I've only got one film left and then Obi-Wan Kenobi, so you can carry on talking if you want. Okay. Uh, I'll go for a... a I was about to say I'll go for an older film and then go for a film that came out more recently than the actual older film. But I mean, this film, older, it feels older. I don't know why. Um, I watched Juno. Okay. You know, Elliot Page, uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah. That Juno. Um, it's a good film. It's just a good coming of age film. Okay, fair play. Uh, don't know what else to say about it. It's funny. It's just endearing. Yeah. Um, 
I think, I think there was a point in the film. I don't know if, I don't think it's, this isn't a wrong thing to say because it's actually. I've, but uh, there was a point in the film where Elliot Page said something, yeah, about being a girl, yeah, yeah, and I was just like, but you're not a girl, <laughs> right? Well, that's not a bad thing to say because he's not a girl, so. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right. I was just like, I when I watched it, I just said to myself, but you're not a girl. <laughs> I yeah, just found it's, that amusing in my own little head. Yeah. Um, I get you. Speaking of Elliot Page, so many people want want him to be the new Flash. Oh, he'd be amazing. Like, it's like, everyone's like, that's, that's like, that's perfect casting. <laughs> like, I mean, there is a part of me that would love to see Grant Gustin get to do it on the big screen because he is so good as the character on the small screen but if they came out and was like oh no we're casting Elliot Page in this role I'd be like that's fucking genius I get why they'd want someone different for the big screen than than, uh, Grant Gustin because he he has played one he has played the character for a long time and they've done all those stories on TV they want to do something for the films obviously yeah he might not want to relive the do stuff it all again like yeah yeah because some, some of the stuff he's done in the show have been outstanding he's an he's an amazing actor yeah um so that's another thing is like it's a matter of like so many fans being like we want this person to do it and he's like he might not want to be like the flash forever like <laughs> yeah he no, might be like i just let me let me move on eventually <laughs> yeah um but yeah if they cast elliot page i'd be very yeah i'd, I'd be psyched for that so I'll do my last film, and then you do yours, and I'll do my rewatches, and then we'll do Kenobi. Yes, sounds good. So my last film is older than Juno, but for some reason I decided to talk about Juno first. Uh, it's Rushmore, which is Wes Anderson's second film. Okay. It's uh, it's it's very good. It's a very another it's another kind of coming of age film, but it's really. My first thoughts when watching some of the scenes in it is like it's it's very Shakespearean, but like not in yeah. the language, not in. Um, not in that one, not in the language or even the time period, stuff like that. But in some of the stuff it does in the story, like it's got love, like betrayal, um, comedy, and other things. Nice. Um, but it's like it's really it's it's about a high schooler who is like overachieving in all like clubs and stuff he does, but he's like underachieving in grades. Yeah. Uh, and he falls in love with one of the teachers. Right. And then, but then also his, someone he becomes close friends with, Bill Murray, a grown adult, also falls in love with the same teacher. Oh. Fair. Um, and it's, it's about that. <laughs> and it's just like, it's really, it's just, it's off the rails, like, at points. Like, he does, like, school plays and, like, he's done a school, he does a school play of Serpico. Like nice. an Al Pacino crime film from like the seventies or whenever it came out, <laughs> and then he does like a massive like stage play at the end, which is like, what was the budget for that? Uh, but it's got like loads of great stuff, and it's like it's a really fun film. But it's the kind of film that if I had seen that when I was younger, it would have really pushed me further into like performing arts and into film. Right. Okay. Because I think that's where I kind of missed the mark a little bit with my interest in film is that I didn't see a lot of great films when I was younger. I saw them more as I decided to get into it. Yeah. But there are so many films that if I'd seen them when I was younger, I would have been making films so much earlier. 
do you know what? I think there's two films for me, just quickly going off that comment, that made me knew, know that I wanted to be in this industry in some form, whether that be in front or behind the camera kind of thing. Um, and that was The Dark Knight in 2008 and Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. I remember watching both of those with my dad in the same cinema a couple of years apart. Um, and I just remember walking out of both of those going, that's what I want to do. That was so, such an experience for me as a kid. And it really kind of transformed the way I approached watching films. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's always it's always nice when you have that experience and when you see yeah. those kind of films. No matter what age you are, when you walk out of a film and go, that was why... I love being in film, and that's what makes me want to do film. It's always, yeah, it's always a great experience to have that. I mean, Revenge of the Sith was mine for sure. Yeah, um, that, and I think my acting interest, which obviously waned as I got older, is was um came from Star Wars as well. But I think Doctor Who, weirdly enough. Yeah, my like, I was David Tennant, say, Doc- Doctor Who, like yeah, David that, Tennant's. That that was yeah. what made me really even like uh, in like the because uh, I like I was still into Matt, into Doctor Who in the early Matt Smith era. I just kind of fell off of it towards the end of his era. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like do, if, if, when it was come to, I used to love acting out scenes from, especially from the end of time. <laughs> oh, I used to act out whole episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But then with like Star Wars and stuff like that, we used to act out the films in the playground. Yeah, and I used to be. I'd, I'd basically be directing, so you know, like. I used, yeah, I used to do Star Wars with my friend Luke in primary school. He used to be Anakin, I used to be Obi-Wan. And we used to recreate the entire Mustafar battle. Oh yeah, same. For our entire Le- Less so then, actually. That was when me and my friends were coming up with our own Star Wars ideas. Nice. Um, around that time. Because I got my friend into Star Wars by taking my best friend, by taking him to see uh, Revenge of the Sith with us. Yeah. And he loved Star Wars after that, and then we, he started like coming to me with loads of ideas, and I was like, "I've got loads. We got we can make our own things." So we started doing that for a while. And I've always had an interest in storytelling, like in terms of I used to want to be not like actively, but I used to take an interest in like making up my own stories and that from a really young age. Yeah, um, I'd always wanted to be, and I used to love like making up my own scenarios when I played with my toys and that. I didn't want to react reenact the films with my toys. Yeah, I'd want to make up my own stories, especially with Lego. <laughs> I was always trying to come so up with my fun. own stories, my own storylines and stuff like that. And that's what, like, George Lucas mainly because, like, I wanted because of that like ability to just create an entire universe. Yeah, obviously he didn't really do it all on his own. He had other writers and stuff like that, and a lot of stuff was built from books and stuff like that as well. Right after the originals, but it's still like such a huge world that came from one like starting point. And that's where I love my lot of my love come from. And also, when I used to watch the behind the scenes on the Revenge of the Sith DVD, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, so many people are involved in making these films work. Like, I could be any one of those people. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I don't know. It was a matter of I didn't have the support when I was younger to actually be pushed into that route. Didn't have the people around me that had shared my interests and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I hurts. feel that. Like that hurts. Progr- progress like when you hear like people talking about me who be like a lot of young filmmakers like people who were, were like were young filmmakers like who used to make stuff with their friends be like yeah we should take a camera and make our own dumb little films and it's like that's what i wish i had <laughs> like yeah i wish i have that now 
Yeah, that's just fair. a dumb little group of friends that were like, "We're just gonna take our phones and make stupid films." I want to yeah, make TikToks by myself. <laughs> no, no, I get you. I get you. But yeah, that, yeah, that's like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Star, yeah. yeah, Star Wars was definitely the thing. Like I was saying, yeah, there's a lot of films I probably could have seen when I was younger that would have helped my interests. I think. Yeah. Like, I wish there was... Even, like, film clubs and stuff in school. There wasn't even that. Yeah, there was nothing like that in mine. Schools suck. <laughs> Schools like, shit, There's, like, yeah. no support for it. And, like, if you're the person... You, you're kind of the person that has to do it in that sense. Like, there's so many people that, like, start their own film clubs. But it's, like... I couldn't have done that in school. I didn't know enough films. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, we're going to watch saying. Transformers. <laughs> it's like, but no, that's not actually good film. You want to watch actually good films. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could. I said you can do your last one now. Yeah, so the only film I went to the cinema for was on my birthday last month. I went to go see the Bob's, the Bob's Burgers movie. It's now on um, Disney Plus as well. And um, if you're a fan of the show, you're going to really enjoy the film. And even if you're not, even if you've never seen the show, I'd say the film's worth watching because it is literally just a supersized episode of the show. They don't, they don't, kind of like how The Simpsons did it. They don't mm. pretend to be something they're not for the sake of the fact they've got a film they've just gone we've got a chance to tell quite a, a supersized story as opposed to a 25 minute we've got an hour and a half let's just do what we do best and that's what they do it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're, they're I didn't go into I didn't come out of it going oh that was that wasn't Bob's Burgers that was just some Hollywood thing Um, it was it was completely itself all the way through and it was funny it was endearing it was like it's like a a murder mystery um yeah just a a a real load of fun um and i do recommend it to anyone even like i said if you haven't watched the show give the film a go because it will when i saw the simpsons movie for example i'd never really watched the simpsons that's that baffling. Much. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> the Simpsons has been on the air since 1989. <laughs> I know. And you're but saying 2007? Watched... You'd barely seen it? <laughs> no, like I'd seen, I'd seen it, but I'd never really yeah. loved it. And then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, you know what? No, I'm. I need to give this more of a chance. And I think that's what this film could do. You still need and... to give it more of a chance. You still need to go back and watch those early seasons. You're yeah, saying you were I going do. to. <laughs> I know I do. I am terrible, but um, but yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I I highly recommend it. I've never watched the the show. I've only I've seen that they I think they did a couch gag for The Simpsons yeah, at some point. I think did. I've seen that. Um, I think it's even. I think they've even shown up in The Simpsons at one point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they do they that with fam- all those shows. And they've shown up in Family Guy as well. Yeah, of course they have as well. Yeah, I haven't. I've, even though I've seen base, uh, I, I haven't seen the recent ones, but I've seen most of, basically all of Family Guy. I don't remember. Yeah, but I would, I, 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 I do think that you would enjoy it. I probably would. It's a matter of getting into another show. That's just, ugh. Yeah, but that's what I said. Just watch the film. 
No, because I, yeah, I might actually watch the show at some point, but it's just like it, it's the same thing with everything. It's like I have to, I have yeah. to watch it. Like you know, <laughs> that's a, that's another thing I liked about this film, though, is that you can come into it completely separate as a film and leave it separate as a film. Like you don't have to have seen the show to see the film. I mean, um, that's and vice what, versa. That's meant to be what those kinds of shows are, though. Anyway, isn't it? It's like you can come into any episode and be like, oh, that's. Because that's what they are. They're, it's it's just like that's what. It's not a story. It's not like an arc based show, is it? Like none no, of those animated yeah. shows are. Like they'll reference things that they've done in previous episodes, but like yeah, um, they'll also in some shows they'll talk about things they've done before, but they haven't act. That's not an episode, you know. But like an example, I haven't got an example, but you know what I mean. But like yeah, I get you. I completely get you. But like yeah, those kinds of shows, they'll typically yeah they'll reference something they've done, but like. They won't be like this directly affects us. I think I can. The only example I can think of with The Simpsons, for example, is there's a two-parter. There's only one two-parter I think in the entire series, or is that? There might be another two-parter actually. In the recent seasons, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like they do reference the film in the show, like when Mr. Burns goes to put a dome over the city, and someone's like, "They've that's already happened." Nice. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, you can go to your, go to my, your rewatches. My rewatches. My uh, well, apart from the heat, we've already talked about heat. But my my four rewatches that I haven't talked about yet. Four yeah. of them. Fucking hell. Uh, we, we you you've seen them all, so it won't you know it'll be easy enough to talk about. Yeah. I we rewatched from the third to the most recent one, Mission Impossible. Oh okay. Because I watched Top Gun Maverick and was like, I want some more Tom Cruise for a little bit. Oh, fair. So I watched Mission Impossible, Mission 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 Impossible Three, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. I love Rogue Nation. I love Fallout, obviously, but I love Rogue Nation. I I love I love and Ghost all Protocol. F- I love all four of them, but Ghost Protocol is one hundred percent my favorite Mission Impossible film. <laughs> really? Yeah, I fucking love Ghost Protocol. Because I, I think what reward. it is, it's the first one that shifted towards that kind of film. And that while I think, okay, yes, Rogue Nation and Fallout, what they've done is they've raised the stakes and they've raised like the action of it. Yeah. What Ghost Protocol did was started that. <laughs> so like Yeah. I don't think any of I don't I Ghost Protocol's my favourite, but I don't think any of them are better than any of them. I think they're, they're, all those three are the same, like in quality. They're all they're amazing. all the same par. Yeah, they're all amazing. Yeah, like, I do need just, to rewatch them. They're incredible action movies. I think the third one's great. The third one's incredibly tense. Very tense. Um, but then yeah, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. I think are equal quality. But I love Ghost Protocol more. <laughs> That's fair. But there That's are reasons. There are like specific reasons. Like for example, I don't think, I don't think you see this as much in Rogue Nation and Fallout, but in Ghost Protocol, every single thing that happens while they're on the mission is down to luck. Yeah. Like, things are always going wrong and they just get lucky. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, when Tom Cruise is climbing up a building and like he's like, oh no, now I have to jump from this, I have my cable's not long enough, I have to swing into this window and jump. Like, he almost misses it and he just it's lucky that he gets caught. Like... <sighs> And it's like, so good. It's like it's obviously you know nothing's gonna happen to him though. <laughs> like, but 
it just always feels yeah that's what i mean it's just always luck they're always just about getting the thing done that they need to do like jeremy Renault almost falls into a giant onto a giant thing and gets impaled but it's lucky that he gets stopped in time yeah oh it's fucking great it's so good i there's I've been a... meaning to rewatch those three for a while, actually. I, there are uh, some people that really love the second one. I, based on what they've said about it, I want to rewatch it, <laughs> but I also don't because I didn't like it the first time. Yeah, the first two I'm not too bothered about. No, the first one's a bit, bit, it's just a bit slow, I think. Yeah. Like the third one gets well. The third one also starts in media res. Like you, you starts with that interrogation scene, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is like towards the end. Um, but was a yeah. There's specific like a so there's a specific part in Ghost Protocol that I really love, and it's really dumb that I love it because it's so in your face on the nose. Um, oh yeah. And it's when they're at the party trying where they were trying to find their like the target they need at the party, um, and they're like walk, Tom Cruise is walking by a fountain, and like the music is going along as like you see bits of water jumping along in the fountain. Yeah. And then the music, not quite, not crescendos, but has like a high note of like success when Tom Cruise spots the person, and also the last bit on the fountain with the water just shoots directly up. Oh yeah! And it's like it's so obvious that like it that's what it's that that's meant to you know obviously represent. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He's found them, you know. <laughs> like, but it's nice. like I love it. <laughs> it is good. It's like it's dumb stuff, but it's like the kind of dumb stuff I'd want to do. <laughs> in a film like be like because it's like everything's working in the scene to let you know what's happening and it is obvious you know what's happening yeah and it's also brad bird who directed that one yeah and you knew he wanted to make a spy movie because he made the incredibles which isn't a superhero movie it's a spy movie oh yeah how it's what it feels like it's a superhero so it's so fucking good and then Michael Giacchino does the soundtrack for that one. Yes. But yeah, then does. Rogue Nation's great. Um, that's because Ghost Protocol is also the one where they blow up the fucking Kremlin. Yep. That's Ghost Protocol. I always forget it's that one. <laughs> like, I actually, I was talking about it. I was like, fucking, the things are, like, he climbs the Burj Khalifa, tallest building in the world. Yeah. He runs away from a sandstorm. Well, he doesn't get away, but you know what I mean. There's that scene shot where he's running away from it, and it obviously catches up with him. And he has they they do the chase through the sandstorm. Yep. Um, they blow up the fucking Kremlin. <laughs> That's so good. A nuke very narrowly misses hitting the city. Because <laughs> yeah, it like it's, it deactivates seconds. And, yeah, it deactivates and pings off the side of a building. Yep. It's like what the? It's like that film has so much going on. Jeremy Renner's introduced in that one. He's really good in it. He's great. Um, and it was pre Avengers as well. That film. Yep. Oh, but then yeah, Rogue Nation's great and Fallout's fucking spectacular. Yeah, I need to rewatch. I didn't like Fallout as so much long. the first time I saw it. Like, okay. I thought it was great. Like, I I put them all on like the same level. But yeah. yeah, Fallout was the one where I was like, I think people had talked about it. again. It was one of those matters of everyone loved it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't see what this has done special that the others haven't done. And it's true. Yeah. I don't think they've ever. They, none of them have done anything that's truly more special. It's just, like I said, I just love Broco's Oracle. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for the new one. Yeah, same. I think it, what it is. I think Ghost Protocol is when I sort of 
that's when I got into it because I was like, Mission Impossible One wasn't great, Mission Impossible Two was boring, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Three was good, like really good. Yeah. Um, but then Mission Impossible Four was like, oh, I'm on board. <laughs> oh no, I'm exactly the same. Four is what got me. I was like, oh shit, this is, these are great. Yeah. And I, I watched them all in like not all of them, but I watched those four in like the space of a week originally. Yeah. But yeah, they're good, good, good action films. Very good action films. Very good. I'm looking forward to the next one, and that will be a good action film too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I also love that there's that interview. Well, there's not interview, but there's um Henry Cavill was talking about how he wanted to jump out of the plane, and Tom Cruise was like, "Look, I've been training for this for a very long time, practices and everything." If you just join us now, if you jump out of the plane, you'll probably kill everyone. <laughs> oh, I do like that. That's funny. Because Henry Cavill was like, I've been training in like one of those wind tunnel things or whatever they're called. Like, you know, where they pretend they're just hovering in there. Yeah. And like learning to move and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but this is with a crew and everything. Specific actions you got to do and stuff like that. Because obviously Tom Cruise actually did that. He actually jumped out of the plane, but Henry Cavill didn't did. get to. Tom Cruise just like seeing how he's gonna fucking try and kid himself next. Yep, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> he's just very like, I want to do these amazing things that nobody else has done. Yeah, and I mean, fair play to him. And the H one, he's like, I want to do something bigger than the last. I want to just keep going. Yeah, keep going until you can blast me into space. <laughs> keep do, do it. Talking and- about space. Space, yeah. What happens Segway. in space? What happens in space? Sometimes you're looking at some stars. A long time ago, and you're like, and oh, these... far, far away. And, yeah, and you'll be like, oh, look at these stars. Oh, wait, what's that over there? Is that a war? <gasps> it's a star war. Da, 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 da. Okay, yeah, so Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Yeah, that wasn't my best segue I've ever done. but No, definitely not. Um,. Speaking of impossible missions, I don't know, I don't know, it doesn't work. Um, Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi's finally happened. I'm just going to come out the bat. I see the criticism of it, I do get some of the criticisms, but I loved it. I was hooked. There were some episodes I didn't, I preferred to others, but I think episodes 4, 5 and 6 are great. And I, I just loved them. But loved it by the end. Yeah. Personally. I, th- I think the show got a lot of things right. Some things were a bit okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get you. And the thing it got right, the things it got right was just Obi-Wan and Vader, really. <laughs> yeah, their final battle in episode oh, six. And at, yeah, and actually... Reva's story completely is incredible. Yeah, right. I've seen some people, and even some people I work with, go, oh, why the fuck did she go back in episode six? And why did she do all this, that, and the other? And I'm like, her story was great. I mean, you're meant to hate her. If you hate her character, well, in the be- she's doing the, she's doing it right. Yeah, in the beginning, you're not supposed to like... I get when they're like... I get in the beginning, with no context, you don't get why she's like... Because oh, it, it it's weird, because right from her adduction, introduction to the first episode, you get the um, you get the, the Han uh, brother. Well, I, can't, I don't know what number brother he is. Like, Sun Kang, you know, that one. Yeah. 
he's no it's not him that says it in the first episode is it it's um the grand inquisitors like you need to stop this fixation on kenobi and it feels like that comes out of nowhere in the first episode you're like why is she obsessed with obi-wan yeah what's this about and i guess it's so stupid that like no fans i mean someone might have but no fans picked up on the fact that one of the girls in the fir- in the in the order 66 sequence was her oh genuinely and i'm not just saying this to say it from the first minute of the first episode as soon as you see that kid i was like that's raver i don't know why i didn't think about that i think i, I think it's just because i just forgot that scene happened well, that's <laughs> like, the thing i thought that was quite you know it is on the nose no it, it is yeah, on the nose but, but i never I, was, I never i'm glad just... that i forgot about it because it it worked in the story I and mean, then when it happened i was like i was like oh of course yeah why did i forget about that See, it's not no but it's not just you but when i spoke to other people they were like no that wasn't obvious and i was like it's the first minute of the Doesn't first. Doesn't the shot episode. start on her as well? Yeah. Yeah. I was, <laughs> so I was like, so how is that not fucking obvious, mate? My thing is, uh, yeah, I don't get how I missed that at all. But I think I don't know. It just I don't know. It just slipped my mind, like because that's something that I would have been like, oh yeah, it's Reva. I think yeah. I did at one point think about it again. Like I think I, yeah, I think at one point I did think about it and went, oh yeah, that would have been yeah, yeah, that's Reva, of course it is. But I was wondering, I didn't know how it was going to play into the story. Yeah. 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 Um, that's fair. I did, yeah, and then any questions that anyone had were answered as well. <laughs> like when it was like, "Why does she yeah, know? I've... Why does she know that Vader's Anakin?" It's like that question is answered. Yeah, I think she was great. I loved the the battle in episode six. Oh yeah, no, I mean we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Episode. Yeah, I I liked that it was like a very good reason to get Obi Wan off world. See, right. This is this is a thing I need to say. Right. Mm-hmm you brought up a really good point i've had some people say to me as well i was like why the hell do they bring Leia into it and i turn i keep saying to people he's made a lifelong vow to protect luke okay yes tick the only reason he will leave tatooine is if luke's sister is in trouble so it makes complete sense for him to first go no i can't and then go right no i need to go and help this i can't vow to protect one and not help the other it's funny because not... you could even bring into it like there's like this this they could have been brought into it a stigma of something like it could either have been like i mean something that could have been done with a longer show is that um you could have had obi-wan being like oh no luke you know luke luke reminds him too much of anakin and stuff like that yeah you could have had that come into it where it could have even been like this sort of latent sexism he's just like no luke's the one that's going to save the day because he's a he's a he's a boy yeah like that could I, I mean just... but obviously none of that's obviously dealt with in this show but like it's funny because no. those are like things that you could have genuinely been like that could have been part of it but then the woke brigade would have come out and got you yeah but it's like and this is what i've been having conversation with people i'm like it makes complete sense the story of course he's gonna of course he's gonna go off well to save Leia. like it just yeah why why wouldn't he why wouldn't he have done that no of course yeah, no it just, it's a valid it's it a valid buff- it's a valid reason to get him off world I have no it, idea it just... why why um that that chase scene though is awful. What in episode two? When they're trying to kidnap Leia. In episode one. Oh, that yeah, that's yeah, that's not good. It's like, come on, flee! You're faster than that. Yeah. So obviously it's, the the it's... bald guy is flee from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, so I thought you meant the one in episode two where Reeve was doing all the, like the jumpy flips. Oh, and... no, that's fine. I th- I don't think anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, yeah, the, the chase in episode one is is abysmal. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, how they didn't catch her is so dumb. It's like, oh no, this branch is in my way. I could just go underneath it, but oh, I could literally just jump, but no. Yeah. Um. 
But no, yeah, valid reason to get more. I think it, whenever, because I've watched it through twice, because I had watched it with my mum as well. Okay. Um, I think it's very slow, the first episode, which is why they re- probably released two episodes at once. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the first episode is really slow, because it is just... And it's just slow and quiet, like, nothing's really happening. Yeah, it doesn't really kick off until episode two. No. Um, um, yeah, I'd agree with that. It took me a while to settle into, like, Hugh McGregor as Obi-Wan in the series as well, again. Like, I don't know what it was, it just didn't feel right initially. But then I, you know, I had to settle into it again. <laughs> yeah, by the end of the series, I was fully on board. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... What was it in, uh... Was it episode four was just stuff that happened in Fallen Order? <laughs> yeah, episode three was the first time they see each other again. Yeah. And Obi-Wan gets pushed into the fire. Yeah. Episode four... Wait, wait, wait let's, let's touch on... Let's not just talk about... There's like... Yeah, I mean, that was a good, like, little... I'm glad... It was weird that they... It was surprising they did that so early on. Like, actually had them confront each other early on. Yeah. Because you would have expected it was going to build to it. So I'm kind of glad they did it early. It's really weird that he was just running in this little quarry, though. <laughs> that's very yeah, like liked... that's very much evident. It's like, oh, they filmed like all of this on the volume, and like the the use of space isn't very good. <laughs> but I also like the fact it was like Obi Wan afraid, so oh, it was yeah, almost it makes... as if he, I know he was drawing him out, but at the same time, it was like him genuinely running away because he was like, I, I'm. It's also when I'm frightened of this guy when Vader's just straight up just like killing people. For no reason. <laughs> yeah, and all just, one-handed as well. Just I snaps love seeing. That, just snaps that kid's neck. <laughs> yeah, and it's when he's when he's fighting Obi Wan, just one-handed, yeah. and Obi Wan's using all of his strength to keep I up. I mean, that's something that Vader's just... done in. Uh, he, well, that's how he fights Luke in Episode Five initially. Yeah. It's just so fucking good. Um. And then yeah, I like that. Yeah, I just like that they did that. I like that he's quite. He's got like a brutality to him. When he's first in uh, fighting Vader uh, and Obi Wan, yeah, he's completely ruthless. It's weird that he doesn't just follow after him, though. <laughs> yeah, true. it's weird that he just lets him get away. There are there's, been, there's, there's negatives where that the, like the negatives in the show are sort of just like it's weird that they didn't just you know those kinds of things. It's like I don't they could have thought of something better to distract them maybe. Yeah. Like, even if it was a matter of, oh, Vader was so narrow-minded. Because it, if even it's a matter of Vader was so, like, narrow-minded, focused on Obi-Wan, that, like, he gets shot in the shoulder or something like that. Because, and then that would set up the fact that Obi-Wan says later to Reva, like, you can get him because he'll only be focused on me, you remember? Yeah. Like, that could set that up, like, if you had something like that happening earlier in the show, and then that's where Obi-Wan learns that, oh, he's only distracted by me. That's a good point, I just thought of, actually. <laughs> like... That's something that could have... Yeah, and it's... Yeah, you know. There are just, like, those little bits where it's just, like, if you just thought about it a little harder. Yeah. Um, But, no, yeah, I still liked liked that. Um, Fucking Zach Zach Braff as that alien, even though I thought it was Seth Rogen. (laughs) I didn't realise it was Zach Braff until the credits. I didn't know it was Zach Braff until someone said it was. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Like I was like, that's even when I watched it the second time, I was like, it doesn't sound like him at all. I get that he's probably putting on a voice, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, episode four is the one, obviously, where we it is just fallen order again. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like they're just redoing stuff that was done in Jedi Fallen Order. 
It's like, oh, we're running through the tunnels of the of the Inquisitor place, and water's flooding in. Yay! Still good. Like it's not, <laughs> but it's like we've seen it before. Yeah. I did like you know Obi Wan like ign- uh, using his lightsaber in the dark and that. That was cool. Yeah, that was good. Again, I think. <laughs> That was uh, was it was a tweet like someone to do with Sam Witwer because he was like first he kills me and then he steals my moves because Starkiller did that as well in the Force Unleashed game. <laughs> nice. First he kills me and then he steals my moves. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so good. Um, and in episode five, my biggest well, I say my biggest negative. I don't know. Well, my biggest negative with Reaver and Obi-Wan's interaction in that is she asks him a bunch of questions that are easily answerable. She's like, why weren't you there? I was off fighting Grievous. Why didn't you stop him? I was off fighting Grievous. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. He's like, he's very like con- con- contemplative when she's asking him those questions. But they're all easily answered. Like, Obi-Wan shouldn't necessarily feel bad about that specific thing. Because he wasn't there. Like yeah, you could say I feel bad because I wasn't there, but you were there weren't there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You were fighting yeah, Grievous. Exactly. You were like in a battle with General Grievous. Like life or death. <laughs> you didn't know what yeah. Anakin was doing. And even then it didn't actually happen until like basically after you'd killed Grievous. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like Yeah, I get you. But then again Vader in that where he just pulls down the ship. That's cool. That's fucking sick. It's not Starkiller pulling down a Star Destroyer, but you know what? <laughs> and then, obviously, his fight with Reva that ends with the Grand Inquisitor coming in going, Hello, Grand Inquisitor. No, he's like, Hello, no, anybody who gets stabbed in this show survives. It's a wonder why we just leave them. Because, <laughs> obviously, Reva, it shows us that Reva got stabbed as a child by, Va- by Anakin, or Vader. Yeah. And then she gets stabbed again, and they're just like, We're just going to walk away and leave you here now. This ain't no, gonna... we, did it... we did it once, we'll fucking do it again. And it's like, okay, so three times in the show we've seen that someone got stabbed in the torso. It's one of those people twice <laughs> and they just yep. survived. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can get them surviving, but it's like surely you'd know to do something different. And I get, like, that's just... That's... That is an example of lazy writing for me, because I get they didn't want to kill Reaver in that scene, but I don't yeah. get why Vader didn't just kill her. Yeah. I agree. But then obviously we don't get the cathartic ending for her story, which is a very good ending for her story. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked... I think episode six in general was was just a very strong episode. You know, you had the, yeah. you had the, you had the confrontation of Obi-Wan and Anakin. You had Hugh McGregor's stunning performance when he's like telling him he's sorry. Well, there was... And I really... Anakin wasn't there. I don't know what you're on about. Darth Vader, sorry. Yeah, you go. It's because I really like I really like the colour representation when he's like, You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker and his face is like in blue. Was well, that when he first yeah, first says, I'm not your failure? Yeah, and it's all, almost as if he's like Anakin reaching out. Almost. It's almost like yeah, he's he's touched and then Anakin he goes, for a second. And as soon as he goes, I did, his face just t- you see the change in blue to red. That's also another and reason it's like, like apart obviously we know why he didn't, but like why did Obi Wan just leave him? Why didn't he kill him? <laughs> you obviously yeah. we know why he didn't because then he was not he wouldn't be alive. He needs to be alive for episode four, five, and six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, he just leaves. <laughs> he just goes, "Bye, Darth," and then just walks off. I do love that him shouting Obi Wan though. It's 
good. That was sick, yeah. They did that. That's amazing. Like, that scene's amazing. It is really good. Like, the emotion of it all and everything. The LZ. Vader, the Vader Anakin's, you know, him being, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. That's so good. Yeah. And the fact that you can see his face as well, and it's just like, oh. Even though Clone Wars, like, Clone, Rebels did that, it didn't, like, it was only a bit of his face. That one was, like, a lot more, and it's actually, like, live action, so it's actual performance and stuff like that. Yeah. That's all good. Um, episode 5 also had the was it episode 5 that had the um, the uh, flashback as well yes yeah yes which was obviously kind of te- kind of telling the story of the episode as well the flashbacks yeah I like yeah. the flashbacks no well. it was really good apart from the fact that they could have de-aged him <laughs> yeah I do see that criticism um, like he is, uh, however old he is now, and he's supposed to be playing a nineteen-year-old. But yeah, it might it would have made sense if they de-aged him, but even just a little bit. Um, yeah, overall, I thought it was fun. Oh no, wait, no, and it all ends, of course, with the reappearance of Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, which was weird because <laughs> his voice, weird. his voice is so much stronger. Like his accent is so much stronger. Yeah, it's weird, but I understood why they did it. Actually, I also I didn't like the ending of episode six because it was just too many endings. Like Obi Wan's being like, "I yeah. say goodbye to my little cave. Now I've got to go and say hi to little Luke." And well, no, no, sorry. First, it's I've got to go and say bye to little Leia. Now I've got to say bye to my little cave. Now I've got to say hi to little Luke, and then hi to little Master. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and that's like that all happens after we get the scene of Vader talking to the Emperor. True. Yeah, I don't know. I there I is wasn't a lot bothered by that. No, obviously, no. I'm not. I wasn't bothered by it. Like the, no, but... as in, as in, I didn't care that it was there. What do you mean, the the Vader Emperor stuff? No, I didn't. No, that wasn't like that wasn't. I don't. I I get. It was very pointless. To be fair, that scene. Yeah. Like I don't think it added anything apart from like Vader being like, oh no, no, I don't like Obi Wan. I don't need him. Fuck him. I think it was just a chance for them to get the Emperor in it. I mean, they're probably just like, hey, Ian, do you want to come and do another scene for us? And he's like, oh, it's Palpatine returned again. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine yeah. has returned. Um, Ugh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think overall the series' the biggest negative was its pacing issues. Yeah. Because it could have been a film. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, there's agree. a lot of stuff in there. It, did, it just wasn't necessary. Um, it was pulled out a little too much. But there's some really great moments. Like We haven't even talk, talked about Like There's a, a great moment between Obi-Wan and Leia in episode 3 on the, on Frax. Like, Frax? Oh, what were they talking about? Um, <laughs> was it Frax? Like when, <laughs> when they're talking about Leia's mother. Yeah. Yeah. I think Leia's great. I think the actress that plays Leia's great. I thought she was fantastic, yeah. Um, it also shows more and more that Leia was the should have been the real chosen one instead of Luke. <laughs> She's yep. so much more competent. <laughs> yeah, I just I think overall I just I just really fucking enjoyed it. And if Leia had been in Luke, had been the Luke, she wouldn't have just run away. <laughs> exactly. I think Luke. That's when people are always like Luke wouldn't have run away, and it's like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, he he would have ran away. His parent his his family got turned to to skeletons and he ran away pretty much <laughs> it's also i love people talking about how um 
It's like, how many stormtroopers do you think it took to take out um, Owen and Beru? You know, <laughs> they, they they would have fought back. <laughs> yeah. To disintegrate them as well. That's why people think Boba Fett killed them. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that theory. Be fucked if they ever meet each other. Yeah. Again. <laughs> True. <laughs> Boba's like, ah, oh, I killed your family. <laughs> like a panther. <laughs> like a panther. Um, but no, yeah, I think it was, it was, I think it was, it had what I wanted, the Obi-Wan show. Mm. Um, but I don't know, it could have been better. Yes. I wasn't, I, see that. I wasn't disappointed. I, I liked it and it had what I wanted, but like, yeah, I think it could have been better. Well, let's, let's end this bonus episode by saying, huh? or asking the question, uh-huh. would you give... Obi Wan a smoking microphone. We haven't talked about that for any other. Any, we haven't done that in ages. Would I give no, it a smoke? Would I give I it a smoking like, I microphone? I feel like it's nice to do. I feel like it's nice to just let's just do it this one, uh, one more time. I don't know. I don't know. What did I give it? I would. Of? What did I give it number wise? I give it a seven. In total, well, that's because I, I rate each episode and I give it an average. Um, and my average matched out to seven. Yeah, because like I think. The first two episodes, it was the nostalgia of it that got me. When they had that little recap of the prequel trilogy beforehand, I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm all in." And then I was like, "Oh, these were great." And then I watched them again. I was like, "Yeah, it's not as great as I maybe initially thought." Seeing it again was helpful. Um, yeah. Just looking to see if I actually have those in anyway. Yeah, I do. But yeah, no, I think it was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it had enough stuff that I wanted overall. So I don't know. Yeah, I have to give it a smoking microphone then. I haven't got any other options. Good man. But I might, I might, I might dampen the smoke. You know, who knows? <laughs> that wouldn't work. They would still keep smoking if you threw water on it. Um, um, but yeah. I guess other that brings us to the end of our... I, I guess so. Um, what are you looking forward to next month? This month <laughs> that we're halfway through? Many things that I've already seen. I still need to watch more things. I've only seen two things. Films. Better get on it. And, like I said, we have a few shows to talk about. We do. But that is next month. That's something you have to wait for. Yeah, you've got to wait for things that we've already mentioned that we're going to be talking about next time, like The Boys and Ms. Marvel and Stranger Things and Thor Love and Thunder. And then, if we haven't got a normal episode out by then, we will have we will definitely have information to tell you about the next the new series. Probably. Um, if we have any, if we have, it might be the same information, who knows? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but as always, thank you so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. We appreciate all your support. Um, and thanks for sticking by us during this, during this break as well. Um, you can find us at two smoking microphones on all elements of social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, We've also got an email, twosmokingmicrophonespod at gmail.com and we have personal Twitters. So Connor's is... At Connor Jordan underscore 96? I always forget. It is. It is? Yeah. It is? You sure? Yeah. You sure? And I am... I am. And I am Harry Young Edits on Twitter as well where you can find both access to all of our other projects and all the stuff we've got going on. But Whoa. um, but Whoa. yeah, I think that's. Unless you got anything else to add? Nah, nothing. Just enjoy your scones. 
Enjoy your scones. Yeah, that reference we make all the time. Um, I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 